What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, cr- <laughs> period. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, you got your hair press. I just realized yes. you got it. Come on. Come I on got now. hair. Uh, if you listen right now, I had to take my braids out because I think it would stop me from getting a job. So there's that. Yeah, I don't like stuff like I hate when she tells me stuff like this. It just made me mad. It made me want to walk in these places and really turn up. Because and I don't know how accurate it is. I just know that I don't never have this you're many probably not wrong. don't get no job. So. I, have, I, I never worked in corporate America. I haven't had a, 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 a quote unquote yep. real job. Well, I actually worked at Mac. I'm lying. Um, but I have. To. I wish they would have told me not Let to come me there with something. my piercings. I know piercings. I'm the bum, and I lie enough for my interviews. <laughs> Let me stop. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's not that, but I definitely know I'm qualified. And when they when I asked for feedback, they were like, well, we really liked you. Which is, it was just a really tough decision. Okay. Mm. So what made it tough? My hair? Untough it. You feel what I'm saying? Anyway, how y'all doing? We have a guest today. Hey, guest. Hi. How are you? What's your name? I'm doing well. Brittany Wilder. And what you, um. Brittany Wilder. Oh, I love well. It. I feel like I know that name. Far for the news. You may. You may. <laughs> Not W2 News. Maybe Fox 5. <laughs> but yes, Brittany Wilder is a uh, tax professional, certified tax professional. Yes. And um, we hear the dispute. Emphasis something. on certified. <laughs> we'll go over what's certified. Yes, okay. we hear to dispute these rumors and uh, finesses that y'all out here doing live on the internet. And also help because yeah. I need help, help, help. So Look, I came here. I don't been on for a long time, and I just got some help today. She's so. okay. just now sharing the facts. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of questions. So uh, before we get into that, we got to get to shop talk, and I just want to say recipes, Kobe Bryant. So how crazy is it that we recorded the last we episode? As soon as I walked out the door, bruh, I, Janae had sent me the link, but I had already seen it. And it's crazy because I saw the um the thing from from TMZ and it was like sixteen minutes that it had been up. Yeah. And I googled it and I didn't see nothing. So I'm like, this must not be true. Yeah, yeah. And then I seen it again somewhere else. I'm like, oh my god, y'all, it's been a, a weird week, and I'm not even a basketball person. Yeah. But rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gianna. I found out at a quick trip, and I, I know this is like really dramatic, but every time I go to a quick trip since then, I be, it you made know me funny? feel weird. Every What's time I take on it though. I don't know do what. Do you think the pilot had the clearance? Do you think it was? Well, from I, what I heard initially, fault, shall I, say? Um, I heard that another pilot had already said no okay. to do it. I heard the same thing, that he didn't have clearance for takeoff. But then yeah. I also heard that the conditions were okay. And as he continued throughout his journey, that's when it kind of got foggy. So, so he I, wasn't able to see that from where he was looking originally where he started. Mm. So it kind of gave him the turnaround. He kept turning around. For like 20 I think minutes. the canyon because it was foggy right there. So I'm not sure. I don't know who to say who's at fault. So I just wanted to ask you all to take on it. I saw, I read the audio from air traffic control and they told him what to do. It was like, hey, follow the highway, basically. But I don't know if he just decided to. Cause he probably he, couldn't see it if they were saying the conditions were right. bad. So the, on top of the LAPD had even said they grounded all their their um, helicopters and stuff that day too because the, the fog was so thick. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, and this is obviously I don't know anything about air traffic control, but I know that there was a point where they were, where they transferred him to another department to help guide him through that part of the route. And he just was not responding. This was before it crashed. So I'm thinking, like, maybe he... You know how you be driving, you turn everything off? You be like, nah, I got this. Let me just... Da, da, da. I think that's what it is. But you know what's kind of sad, though? We'll never really know. And True. it's kind of tough that the media is going to blame the pilot, period. Whether it was his fault or not, and it's like he can't even defend himself. Yeah. But and I even saw an article saying that that company, per se, wasn't certified to fly in those conditions and all that other um. stuff. 
I know it's girl, it's really sad. But what I did learn, I don't even know this is like a silver lining, but they said that according to the autopsy, they died on blood force trauma, blood force which trauma, means they yeah. didn't like burn alive or something like that. Like that is what I feared. Yeah. Like seeing you fall into your death or burning literally alive. That's, it's just a horrific thought. So at least at the very least, they didn't have to suffer all the way out. It was just more of a, you know, mm. yeah, but same day as the Grammys. Yeah. Um, they say it's the Grammy curse. Oh, yeah. It'll be a lot going on during the Grammys. But speaking of that, um, y'all need to go get y'all Uncle Pastor Troy. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, y'all? It's the boy PT. I don't know what he got going on, but apparently eating mozzarella sticks is gay. (laughs) So if you out there and you a guy or a girl, um, don't go to Applebee's and order mozzarella sticks unless you are homo. Homosexual, or just don't be gay at all because Pastor Troy sure won't be looking for those. <laughs> yeah, make sure you don't dip. Maybe it was the way they dipped dip. it. <laughs> they double dip. They probably oh. shared, they, they, pinky they probably up. shared one mozzarella stick, like yeah, like the little with the string. The, yeah, he is just doing the most. Like and he think, I think he, that, he think he's setting a trend. Like he really, like, I sent for interviews he did. He like yeah. quadrupled down on it. Like nah, then he gonna have a nerve to say I don't have a problem. You know how they be like I don't yeah, have a problem. When I take pictures with transgender and gays. If you wanna be like that, do your thing. But my son ain't gonna be like that and it's like so you are homophobic yeah got it so you don't want and you it. thought she was gonna get a grammy in this lifetime <laughs> even when you was up, up you thought she was gonna grammy but he just but he obviously is homophobic the next video he had posted afterwards he was like um he was like oh he was like congrats he was like so it did work my my video it worked my picture worked he was like um so y'all do have it in y'all. This what y'all need. Y'all angry. That means y'all need to, y'all do have a man inside of y'all. Y'all need to man up. And do I'm like, oh that is so my great. God. You and like, your wrestling belt need to go back to 1996. That's what I'm saying. Him and his 96 no years of living with he, that daggone man, belt. I know you know about vice versa. You know that's my son. Let me tell you <laughs> yeah. something. Vice versa and um, what's up? Oh, no more playing GA. That's them my gym songs, but not no more. I rather listen to Raindrops. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was really disappointing. I'm not gonna lie, but it doesn't even shock me. People, that, I like the fact that Lil Nas didn't get mad about it. He was it. like, I look good in this picture. Oh God. Yeah, I like it that he didn't get mad. Then he tweeted, um, he tweeted and about some mozzarella sticks the other day. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, yeah, I'm sick of it. Yeah. yeah, and then we got what else we got on here? Super Bowl weekend. Do y'all watch sports? No, you know what's so crazy? This is so ignorant. I don't watch. I don't watch sports. I normally watch Super Bowl for the halftime. You know, typical performance. Game. Shakira and J Lo. <laughs> but I don't. I'm not a fan of J Lo. Really? No. I don't know what I am of her, but I don't dislike her. I don't dislike her, but I'm just saying I don't. I, I'm not. I, like I wouldn't. When we was in Vegas, we had to choose between um, Britney Spears and J Lo because you know they both Britney had Britney Spears. Exactly. Yeah. They, why Y'all see friend, her perform, Britney Spears? They didn't want to go. What? And I'm like, oh no, I was, how are you not a Britney Spears fan? Yeah, that's crazy, actually. They want to go she see J Lo, and no. I'm like, I, I don't like that. Now I don't even. Does J Lo even have enough songs? That you uh, she does. That's what, I was thinking. what solo song does she have? <laughs> that's what that's I'm a saying. Hit? I think that. What's the deal with you? I think that as a black John community, on that, right? So, yeah. She, Hold on, that's waiting for tonight. That's the that's a New Year's Eve song anthem. But we are I'm, every black person know at least five Britney Spears no, songs. No, for real. Even if you just know "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" or "Toxic." Every if you was a cheerleader, if you like cheerleaders, you knew "Toxic." It's just so. It's all. I good. was so sad. So we didn't. Y'all know. gonna wish y'all appreciated Britney when you had the chance. Yeah, but now I actually planned a game night tonight. Oh. So I'm a um yeah I wanted to start. I initially bought the Uno cards, um the ones that you write on, mm-hmm. and. 
that just started uh, started something. So we like, yes, yeah, so we're going to keep playing games. So on the empty cards. So you got to be messy to get people to participate. Got it. No, I mean, it was, <laughs> you drunk. just got to make it interesting. <laughs> but my cards is messy. One of them says um, FaceTime your ex or draw eight. I'm drawing 36 just to make sure because uh, I ain't getting into them problems. And then one of them says take a shot or draw eight. And then the other one says take two shots or draw 16. So it ain't that bad. It's the FaceTime the ex for me. Yeah, no thanks. I did it though. I, I FaceTime every last one of my exes because I got I kept getting it. I kept people kept throwing it out. I was you, like, whatever. You better off drawing the card. Huh? But when they answer the phone, I just hold the card up. I was like, hey, we playing a game. <laughs> oh, that's actually. <laughs> I'm not doing that though. I, wanna, I know. I'm trying to. I'm cool. Next day. Thankfully, I'm cool with all my exes, so it's fine. Yeah, I don't want to signify or make no them feel important. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, one of my exes did so. That's my. Oh, you decided to call. Okay, me. bye. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I just want to say one last thing there's something i know it's not really pop culture but i was looking at my ring doorbell app ring app today and people like i know people say oh i just leave my doors unlocked because i don't want my window broken but people actually shake doors on cars and they're going to steal your stuff so lock your doors i don't really know what else to say about that basically every time i see these videos i see it be boys in the parking lot shaking donut and the door if the door lock they just walk off but y'all be leaving y'all doors unlocked like why i definitely am one of those people that leave my door unlocked sometimes but you know what it don't be nothing in my car well, that don't mean they ain't going to do nothing. They can hotwire it. They can do whatever they want to do. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't like that knowing somebody was in my car. If One time I did that. Um, somebody, when I had went out with Bryson, we went to um, Beer and Tacos. I remember that. And we went to Beer and Tacos, and I left my car door unlocked, like always. But I ended up paying for parking. So they had a parking attendant. Somebody still broke in cars over there. My car window wasn't broken, but when I got to my car, it was trashed. Like, they took all the stuff out the glove compartment, out the center console, and just threw it all over the car. Especially Mind you. people say they, they prefer to leave unlocked so their window isn't broken. But more a lot of times I see it, they just leave the car. Not saying they don't break the window, but they I think that the greater risk is having the door unlocked. But the, fun, the crazy part about it is I had a camera in there, and Bryson had, a, uh, I think he had, like, a um, bag full of new clothes that haven't been worn, mm-hmm. and they left it. What was it? Was it in sight? Like visible? He had it on the back seat. My camera was in the glove compartment. Wow. They was looking for crap. They were scared they were coming back out. <laughs> They was, some. I don't know. But so, y'all must so I was like, oh my. So when we know, when we realized that, we pulled off and I had stopped in the middle of the street because I'm like, what if they're hiding in a trunk? Exactly. So I, I had like got that. out the car and opened the trunk just to make We're sure gonna nobody We're going to take all the seats out today. We're going to make sure ain't nobody, no babies up here, fetus and all. You know, that's one of my fears, getting in the car, somebody in there already. You know what? You know Chucky what's so got crazy? Because that's how he killed that dude. He put the bag over his head from the yeah. back seat. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? Like, I. I that's like something that scares me so bad that sometimes if I'm thinking about it too hard, I feel the seat pushing my back. Oh like my I be God. feeling like somebody pushing. Put your feet I've, I've legit almost crashed my car before because I felt like somebody was behind my chair. You, you know how you driving, you got car. people in the car and you can feel them kicking the seat or something, mm-hmm. but uh-uh. I felt it. Like I, li- I really felt it. I was like, Oh my God. I was, I had to pull over I was like reaching under the seat. I got out just to make sure it happened to me twice. That's actually really scary. Yeah, I, I, it's scary. I promise y'all, I can. Oh my god. Yeah. Ooh, I had to double check the seats. Let me tell you something. We're gonna drop. We're gonna open the roof up or something. And I only got on <laughs> drop top. <laughs> okay, you had one more thing you wanted to do for shop talk. So, Javante Davis. Um, why you gotta put your hands on Dreda? And in, 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 first of all, don't put put your hands on women, period. period. But the fact that you did it, 
in public. In public, which makes me feel like he's done it before. Now, I know that she don't take no kind of BS from nobody, but that don't yeah. mean that he ain't going to, you know what I'm saying, try let me just like Let that. me just read you the... Um, what he posted. What he posted. It sounded like somebody who hit somebody before. That's what I got from it. Oh, I didn't know he posted about it. Yeah, he had to. He it was all over the like internet. It. It, it, like, spread on the internet like fire. Like, it went everywhere fast. So then he got on his story... And he was like, I never once hit her. Yeah, I was aggressive and told her to come on, but that's the mother of my child, and I would never hurt her other than that happy other than that happy New Year's. January was trash. Okay, you don't own her. You don't. So yeah, she's the Y'all mother of your child, on. but what really what is but that's the mother of my child? What do that even mean? But the mother of your child means I control you, right? Exactly. That's what, that's that's what, what I get say? from it. And then she was with people. and no, I mean, I get nobody was going to stand up for her. But you know, man to man, you know somebody doing something wrong. You ain't got to try to squirrel with him or something. I just feel like. Well, you I know, know I understand. Say. I would not fight say. him personally. Guys, I always love their baby mama. So yeah. they baby really be, to control her. Do your baby dad be doing that? Uh, no, nah, he, he don't. No, no hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no, not no hands. I mean, like he be control, trying to control you. Yeah, he do. He he kind of be like check in, let me know you got here safely. That's like, how okay, he kind of downplay <laughs> yeah. controlling me. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. I feel like what he what he well, I don't know what the case was, but I just feel like that that's just crazy. Even look on her face, she like I wonder what she was saying. Yeah, like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. I'm you can tell she was really embarrassed. It, yeah, just, it just was an all around embarrassing thing to watch. Um, and it was just kind of fucked up. Like, I just don't like. Me I can't. I'm not with I don't stuff. even like being yelled at. You definitely about to be shaking me up and pulling me yell up. At my me. Collar. Yell at me. I don't like yelling. Don't yell at me. I want you to yell at me. <laughs> They're gonna be I the guess last they time. were trying to be the father to the child. They That's embarrassing, though. And it's like, you just need to be mindful. You Keep are actually a boxing superstar right now. Baby. Yeah. And you in the media all the time. I just feel like... But, you know, I just... Hey, people human. You right. Regardless human. of their professional title. You're right. And that's what and for, to me, I feel like when you have that kind of like a visibility, you should be more conscious about what you do. Obviously everybody don't think like that. And he's a boxer, so his his mind, you know, he's just I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't think it's cool. No matter who he's dating or who it could have been in that in that situation. I just think it's really embarrassing. And now it's just gonna build an image around her. Now people I mean, they already have an image of her anyway, but it's just kinda like you know he probably be hitting the hood. Oh up. my god! All them bags and cars don't mean nothing. <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, all right. Ice me out, Dada. <laughs> so Brittany Wilder, we uh, what's the name of your uh, tax business? Wilder's Financial Advisory. Wilder's Financial Advisory. First of all, congratulations and about time. Thank you. Because you been... out my shell. <laughs> How many years have you been doing taxes? Oh, about seven years. I was in college, Georgia State, and I was like, I need to get some more money. I need a trade. If this don't work out, what can I do to back me up? So I went to Liberty Tech School, and that was in 2013. So. Oh, wow. So and... you do have to go to, like, a school... Or, or, like, take up a class or something. So, to... seven years ago, you did have to take some type of tax school to learn taxes. Now, I would be honest to say you don't have to take any type of continuing education. You just show up at Walmart. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> in Jackson Hewitt. And oh. say, hey, I have my PT and I file taxes. What's a PT? Oh, PT and prepare identification number. And anyway, mm. you can probably get that online. Huh? Yeah, you can pre- get them. 15 minutes online, just put in the information. And on top of that, you were also, your, your major was accounting, right? So you were already in the so financial So I'm area. a finance major, also a charter financial consultant. So I okay. have my certification. I might need you for that part. 
I am so very bad with my finances. As well. I I have. I, I have really bad spending habits, and it's because I I didn't always have money. So now that I have it, I'm going to spend it on whatever I want. Flex, flex. It ain't, no, it ain't even no flex. It's just the simple fact that I can literally just walk in the store and say, oh, I want that. I'm getting and it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but what about the rainy day? Exactly. And then when it and when it rains, baby, it rains. Yeah. Okay? And you don't I'm have talking a friend about tornado. to call on. Not these days. They ain't making people the I same. I have too much pride to call on a friend, so I will sit there and I feel, ain't giving nothing away. Don't call me. Yeah. Now, I don't have too much. If I, if I'm, if it's a rainy day, though, I definitely have um, Lyft driver app on my phone, okay. Uber driver. So you're a hustler. I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah, I don't care. Like, if I, if you sit, listen, if you listening, if one day... You see me driving Lyft or Uber, you know what's up. Keep your mouth closed and yeah. tilt Just me. Just be quiet. Okay. Just be quiet. You unjot me. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Period. But, okay, having the certification that you have compared to the PC that these people have, does that mean that you have a certain level of experience or knowledge, or is the job itself more so software navigation? So, I was listening to the OD podcast about, I think, like, two episodes ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. as far as high school diploma filing taxes, which is acceptable. You can do that. I Just me personally, I would want somebody with a little bit more professional education to file my taxes just to know that they're, to, to say they know what they're doing. Yeah. So, for example, if I had someone with accreditation, just the high school diploma, as well as to compare with somebody with a finance or an accounting background, I would trust to say that this person would know more about taxes. Yeah, they've than done the individual with a high school diploma. Yeah, but hey, and not saying a person the with credentials are easy yeah. these days to be a tax preparer. I see people in December. You be like, hey, she was just selling the CBDT. <laughs> now, now she a tax professional. Oh my god! No, really, Wait, so is that like I was about to say? So like is that trend. like the trend? Because I know about state. three people that do the same thing. Like they went from the CBDT to the sex. They confident though. I can't lie because even though I'm oh a hold on wait and credit fixing. Yeah. Period. Here's my tech with the credit fixing. Come on with it, because, baby, I got something to say. <laughs> I, I don't believe in the little signs that you see that say erase bad credit. Because don't. At, at the end of the day, that creditor is able to come back and put that information back on your, t- don't on your we, credit Don't report. we know it? Let me tell you something. I believe in consulting with the creditor to settle the debt and then send a good faith letter for, for it to be erased. That's just my belief. What's the difference? So, uh, initially, if you're just sending a letter... And the creditors say, okay, I'll remove it. They're going to come back and say, okay, we never settled the debt, so I can put it back on your tax or on your credit report. Versus, hey, the debt was $500. Let's sell it at three fifty, and then send a good faith letter for it to be removed. Oh, so you and pay the debt but have that, you negative, settle the that debt. negative impact. Yeah, okay. you consult with that's the creditor what, to settle the I've debt always known it to and be. then have it be erased. No, some people just pay the individual and think, okay, you're paying for the mailers. But the mailers are not efficient. If you're not selling the debt, and mailers yeah. is the letter that they send out. To the them. letter, mm-hmm. people so, kick so it you like you need a goodwill letter, get, yeah. bad faith letter. It just depends. Payment arrangement letter is different. So I need to know what I need to send because for me personally, I actually want, this is going to be my. This was, I did it twice. I did twice trying to get my credit fixed from like one of those people. The first time I went with a um, a law firm just because I felt like okay, I can trust them. And yeah, no, 
I, I was paying them like one fifty a month, and you you were basically paying them the one fifty a month for them to go back and forth with the creditor, but you weren't paying the creditor themselves. Yeah, no. So that means you weren't in agreement with them. Yep. For anything to change. So you just donate to the law firm at this point. Pretty much. So and I did it again with somebody who I knew, and they were like helping me, you know, whatever, and it did come off, but. Came back. Came right back. Stuff yeah. came back. So, um... The thing is, I feel like people are kicking it as if, just take out all these loans, don't you even worry about it. Because my what I've always understood it as, if you have a debt, you owe that debt. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to just yeah. go away. Like, people, I get people want student loan forgiveness, but in reality, that is a loan that you took out for that education. They're not just going to take it away. This is federal money we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And by the time they... The- Student forgiveness kick in, your credit is so bad and deterred for all the interest and all the late payments. It's just to the point where you're gonna have to kind of settle or pay the debt off. I mean, that's so, just me, in my opinion, what I would do. No, it made sense actually. Um, yeah, go. So, um, the certification certification that you have is this like what what do you do with it? Like, do you get it renewed? Do you have to do certain additional classes and stuff to make yourself more of a like, hey, don't go to. So, each year, I take 18 hours of continual education. Mm. I also renew my PTN, but with my charter financial consultant, that's the designation that I got with my employer. Um, We went over 401k, retirement plans, um, financial advising and planning. So, the client may come to me and say, hey, in 10 years, I want to have this type of portfolio. So, they may bring their 401k, and I will set out a portfolio plan for them. So with the certification or the try to fi- the designation, there's no continuing education in it. Just each year, I would renew that. And uh, for the tax preparing, then the 18 hours of continual education. Uh, when you look it up, actually, you'll see that this person completed the program. Versus when you look up in the directory for your PTN holder, you're not going to see that they completed the continual education. So that would be the difference. Both our names may be there, but one person may have a check that say, hey, they completed continual education, which means that person that. knows the updated laws. They know that the standard mileage rate isn't 56 cent anymore. Mm. I don't even know what that means, but I appreciate you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, feel, I, think, I feel like a lot of people, too, they, won't, they don't really care about that, right? A lot of people just want, how much money can you get me? And can we get away with it? So they're not even looking up like da 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 da. Like, does she have this? Does she have that? They more so like, well, if something go wrong, blame her. But from my understanding, if something, if you get audited on your taxes, it's not a preparer's responsibility. It don't even fall on you. It doesn't. It falls. It yeah. doesn't unless the preparer did something wrong. Mm. So if you come to me and you bring me this documentation and I input it on good faith, mm. that you say, hey, everything like a fake W two. I'm going to input it because that's what you brought yes, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, when I keep c- copies of the documents that you send back in, that's what I'm going to send to the IRS if you get out of it. Like, so, she, she said she worked in the White House. Who am, me, who am <laughs> I to deny her? <laughs> so, and the only thing is, they messed me up because, hey, they're going to look at me like, hey, did you do your good faith, your due diligence to make sure that everything was legit with what they were bringing you? Now, right. what are you supposed to do with it? Look on their LinkedIn? Like, I don't understand. So, now, if y'all notice, when you file your taxes, they kind of got it, some type of software built in with ADP. Mm. So, your mm. W-2, you don't have to input all the information. It transport over. Look, it's a convenience to you, but it's also them covering their own self, making sure. It's the IRS mm. making sure that you reported these earnings. So, so, the ones that you have to manually input, those are the ones that they kind of look at a little bit more. Like the CBD okay. oil people. Okay. Well, those CBD people are self-employed. I know, but they said uh, they were the CBD University. 
Bye. <laughs> so I just ha- I have questions on the entrepreneurial side of filing taxes. So okay. um, up until 2017, I was working at Mac, and um, of course, you know, with that, you know, we did we get W two because I was working for a company, but. Um, I just didn't really know too much about filing taxes because before that, my job um, that I had was at Six Flags when I was 16, 17. I filed exempt, so I ain't have to file taxes before 18. But um, you still have to file when you do exempt, though, right, or no? We was young, though. I don't, you have, so you could file up to three years for any late or prior returns. Okay. I would say, but you still should file to keep track of everything, right. especially when you're trying to buy a house. The first thing they ask you for is your tax return. Yeah, see, I don't know anything about that. Nothing about that. I was nobody told me nothing about it. So I'm just taking money. Like I'm not keeping track of how much money I'm taking. I'm just taking it, putting it in my bank account, and just calling it a day. Um, it was a makeup artist. Her name Alex Butler. Shout out to Alex. And she, um, she started making Instagram posts, like long Instagram posts, and I had recorded all of it because she was just talking about how important it is to, you know, file taxes, what you need to do, how you come up with, um, you know, how you're supposed to document all your expenses that you spend on your stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, just basically trying to save your own ass with filing taxes, but even with me now, just because um, the person that did file my taxes was the one who did the credit for me. And you know, no shade. I just don't really trust it, and I'm not because it can't. Like I said, it came back on my credit. Um, what do you think we should do as entrepreneurs? So I tell my entrepreneurs keep track of everything. Get your little shoebox. Let's be old fashioned if yeah, you yeah. need to be. Keep all your receipts. And at the end of the year, I could be your bookkeeper as well as your accountant and as well as your tax preparer. I would categorize it for you mm. and input the information in the field that I feel that is best fit. So, for example, if you went to Best Buy and you bought a computer, you would categorize that in supplies. Okay. Um, if you're a makeup artist, freelance makeup artist, and you go to your clients, I would tell you to download some type of app that you can keep track of your business miles when you commute into that client. Mm. Separate your business miles from your personal miles because, of course, you're using your vehicle in your business. That's deductible. Okay. All this information is public to where you would categorize or where you think you would put something. But the longer you've been doing with this, as well as the experience, then you'll know, okay, hey, if this person had a subscription, we could add that in another expense if it was related to their business. Okay. So most people miss out on at least 60% of their expenses that they can deduct each year. I'll mm. never forget. Just for not knowing. The first time I started doing my business expenses and Brittany was telling, I'm like, wait, what? Even my phone yeah. bill, because that is like my business phone. I'm just like, do you know how, you know how I long I've been doing this list? You did, but I ain't know, because remember, I, I didn't, so I didn't officially go to you for my test till like, what, 2017? Oh, yeah. Let me tell y'all about Alicia. <laughs> yeah, spill the tea. So we real good friends, probably five years. Longer five. than that, since like 2012, since we was working together. Okay, so... We'll say eight years. Okay. So maybe the fourth year, she knew that I did taxes. I always knew. She she always knew. Okay. (laughs) So she hit me asking me all these questions. So I'm like, Alicia, I'm giving you the answer best as possible, but you basically saying 
can you file it for me? And then she she kind of was like, oh, no, nah, I got it. No, the I love that. You don't even tell the next, whole story. The next following year, she was like, I want you to do my testes. Here's the information. No, that's not what <laughs> Let me tell you. Because she gave me, okay. she lying. Okay, first of all, first of all, I used to do my own testes, right? Okay. Okay, so yeah, I yeah. thought, because before that, I was going to my dad, and then I started doing my own. So I'm like, okay, cool. This don't really seem too different from what I was doing before. And then, um, so I, w- I went to Brittany's house one night and I had all my stuff and she was like, all right, I'm going to give you an estimate. And her estimate was just like what I had, what I did online. I'm like, okay, cool. But I went and found out it was some stuff I wasn't doing. So when I had lived in California, that's when I knew I could not do my own taxes. Yeah, that was the first year that, that you was- came and you thought you, she was asking questions. I was questions. like, oh, no, no, this is too much. It was too, trying to file two state taxes. That junk is a whole different beast. I'm like, all right. I know Britney good people. I'm not even going to play. Let me just call her up. And I said, after that, we've been down for life because I don't learn so much stuff about like just, just how to properly like categorize stuff and what things qualify because we are running a business. I my, I was on my blog. I got the podcast. These are things that I'm invested in that, I, that I'm making, trying to make money from. So it's like, don't, little do you know, everything in here in this darn studio is a business. It's equipment. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because I definitely could write that off. Could he? Could he write off makeup since he's a freelance artist? As supplies, you. I want you to know that each year I probably spend, and this is, and I'm not even joking. I probably spend about six thousand dollars on makeup and equipment, and I never knew that I could file taxes. I just never knew about it, and I'm. I just feel so dumb. <laughs> well, you can go back three years. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get you caught I've up. done taxes for, I've, I've thought it was seven years, but I've definitely done like amended taxes before that. It's a little paperwork. but I So you know what happened to me last year though? Um, I filed my taxes. I got my state tax check mm-hmm. and I didn't get my federal. You were expecting a refund on the federal or did you all on the federal? It never came. So I just figured that they probably just took they it. They didn't tell you? You didn't receive I didn't any? get no letter. I don't even know how what to look it up. What about your preparer? They didn't say, hey, you all federal or federal is she didn't tell me that. to give you a refund of. No. See, and that's what I tell people also. Make sure you get your paperwork. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm here now. <laughs> today. <laughs> Brittany said, I can pull up my email and pull everything she don't ever say. I send it. At, as, as soon as I prepare your test and I say, hey, follow by. If, let's just say you're a virtual client like Alicia. <laughs> Who sends me eight documents. Okay, this is not about me. It's about the listeners. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> at, once I prepare it, I would tell her, okay, hey, here's your tax forms. Let me know if you have any questions about anything. She'll look over and say, okay, that's good to go. I mean, that's just so the client also knows what we're filing on their behalf. Mm-hmm. And if you need for me to go over it with you in simpler form, I don't have a problem doing that. Yeah, I have my ETA. I got my docs. I sent her her little payment, honey. And then we go on our merry little way. <laughs> and I see her in the following year. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I need to. Um, I got to get my life together. Well, I um, feel like this is an intervention. It's okay. Listen, let me tell you something. There's some people who it's some people who ain't doing nothing. They missing out a whole lot. And some, Now, it, ask this for me. Is it a good thing to get a refund or is it a bad thing? Because I think a lot of people kind of, like some people be like, oh, I only got $1,000 for my tax. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it just means, I don't know what it means. Oh, that's a good question. So I was looking at Instagram the other day and I screenshotted this post that said the most profitable business pay taxes. Okay. So, and I agree because just think about it. If you're making a hundred and one K just 
for example, for your like business. At that <laughs> given time, you're being taxed in a different bracket from individuals that make, let's say, 24K a month mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a year. There's not 101000 it of expense that you can say that you can write off. Or at the end of the day, you don't want your adjusted gross income to be zero. Mm. You're going to have to show some type of profit of that organization. So that that company that made 101K is not getting a 20K refund, but they were profitable all year. Whereas you had this individual that made 24K that's eligible for all the credits that they may be offering. They can get earned income credit with one dependent. Now, so earned income, is that supposed say, to help the family? Like, what is that for? Is that to, is that like Obama's stimulus package? I'm just genuine. Because it really does seem like people who have a lot of kids who are low income, they get a lot of money back. And it's, and it's I mean, they pretty much earned it because they gave it back into their kids. Okay. Know, each oh. year. But just think about it like, hey, earned income cuts off after 30000 Okay. So, Unless you have dependents. Okay. Or, okay, okay. Now, what's the most amount of kids you can claim on taxes? And people can go higher after four and five. You're not getting your full amount. So additional child tax credit, earned income credit, you're not getting the full. And is it illegal to claim somebody else's child? (laughs) 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 It's illegal to claim somebody else's child, claim your dog. (laughs) Both of those. You can't claim the dog. I'm I'm sorry. I was going to claim Sandy, so I'm glad I know now. Um, but I did. I don't think a lot of people know. So let's say you make seventy thousand, okay. but you have this needy girlfriend that that's not employed. Okay. Now seventy thousand, it looks. Hey, you you make enough to split that and have thirty five thousand a piece. Yeah. So you take care of this person. You can claim that person if they're willing. If if they're willing, if they're willing, (laughs) say they providing more than fifty percent of their support. For the so so that was my thing um, before I before when I was working at Mac. um, My aunt used to file me on her taxes, so she would file me for like four years prior to that because I didn't have I didn't have a job. Technically, I was doing makeup under the table. Oh, that's another question. Can I file that? Like, since I'm doing... Makeup is just self-employment. Yeah, but it's not tax deductible. Right, but that's your business. Yeah. So, here's the thing. I know, I don't think you all have seen it, but I've seen clients that come to me that don't have a legit business, but their tax return consists of a, of a business. Okay. It may not say LLC. It may just say, hey, Alicia Hairstylist. Yeah. Okay. That person may not have an EIN number, but they're still claiming that they may earn it. The government knows that at least 80% of the individuals participate in some type of other activity for money. So, yes, you should be claiming your makeup to show okay. your So, even like you if you're th- the candy lady, you can still... It, the government knows that at least 80% of us that- are participating in other activities than W-2 wages to make money. Especially to be able to live a comfortable life. That's because of all the drug trafficking. That's why they think that. Do you think that it's easier for you to file taxes if you do have an EIN number or a LLC? I would say that it's more legit to file it that way. And okay. So to answer your question, yeah, it is easier. Because that was... Because for me, I have an EIN number and an LLC. Me and too. I also have wages on my... Um, tax return but what my LLC does for me it cuts my wages down if I needed to with my expenses so at the end of the year 
all the taxes that I paid with my employer, I'm kind of getting it back because of my expenses that I paid for my business. So I'm just basically in, I guess, in simpler terms, moving money around. Okay. So I'm what, taking what's my the difference between an EIN number and an LLC? So an EIN number goes along with Papal. Well, the EIN number goes along with the LLC. So when you file your state articles of incorporation, they're going to ask you if you have an EIN number. So those two can be tied together. Because you, at that time, you had the advantage to be able to say, hey, I want to file a business return and then my individual return separate. So you got two returns. Or you could combine those two and say, hey, I'm a sole proprietor running an LLC and I got wages, but I want to cut my wage expense to be able to get my federal income tax back. That, okay. That was withheld all year. Okay. So just a simple example, this may go <laughs> be too difficult. Let's say we made 20000 from wages, which is, you're supposed to at least take out 10% of that if you're single, which would be 2000 Let's say we run a profitable business, but our business, we, we invested 5000 so we took a business loss of 5000 you pay hmm two thousand taxes. You you took a loss of five thousand. At the end of the year, that drops your total income down to fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. The twenty thousand in wages minus the five thousand business loss. So now you're at fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand means if we're taking ten percent of that, you were pay, supposed to pay fifteen hundred in taxes, but you paid two thousand. In in shorter terms, you're getting a five hundred dollar refund. Because gotcha. you paid an overage of five hundred dollars. Oh, okay. So you're really not even losing. You're not losing. No. Okay. Because I mean, as a single person, it's hard to get money back, especially when you go over that threshold yeah. of forty five thousand. I would say. Yeah. I don't think I'm. I'm lying. Now, what do you, <laughs> think? you do? A lot of professional people. I yeah, know I'm, you over that threshold. <laughs> You yeah. said I mean, you probably didn't even count. He said he like Balenciaga <laughs> and Gucci. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, that's not me. <laughs> I, I shop at H H&M and M. But you said if you want it, you buy. It. Yeah, and I don't mean that though. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't buy. That's the thing about me. I do buy a lot of stuff, but I don't buy shoes over two hundred dollars. I'm a grown man, so I have to spend money on my sneakers for it to be quality. But I don't go over two hundred dollars. I will buy Jordans. I will buy Air Force so, Ones. I don't so buy let Balenciaga. Me ask y'all, what's y'all take when you see somebody that make twenty thousand but buy a thousand dollar pair of sneakers? That's on I them. Mean, they're irresponsible, but it is it is their business. It's their business. <laughs> I know people <clears throat> that are in debt, like really bad, like personal debt, like credit card debt, basically. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they have four, five, six hundred dollars shoes. I mean, anytime someone come out, they have it. And in my head, I'm just like, I'm not the most responsible person, but I'm the type of person um, that if I don't have the money to buy it, um, I won't purchase it. Like, even if it's something like a couch, if it's a bed, I'm not using a firm. I'm not using none of those those things where they'd be like, oh, we'll send it to you, but we're going to take, we're going to be expecting $40 a month from you until you pay it off. In my head, it gives rent a center. payment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In my head, it gives Brenda Center reloaded. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I would rather me just save my money because I don't want to have to keep worrying about that. I already don't keep up with the bills I got. Like I, I look at my bills 
pay it off, that's it. You know what I'm saying? And then I have um, my phone bill and my car insurance on auto draft. But I don't want to add to that. Like, why am I adding a bill that I don't need? Like, especially for something that's like $500. And that's me. I'm real big on auto draft. Just the... Everything on everything auto draft me. I don't even I'm think not. about bills. I, I know people that hate auto draft. Me. Though. I hate... I, I'm, I'm just not to that point where I feel comfortable with putting everything on auto draft. No, that makes sense. I mean, to me, when you get the putting everything on auto draft, that's when you able to track all your expenses down. That's how I do. I just search. And you're able yeah. to say, okay, this is how much money I have free at the end of the month for spending. I just feel like our generation, we're not expecting to live after 40. We're not expecting to retire and yeah. be able to live comfortably. Yeah. We're just expecting live to be able to work, work, work yeah. to 80. Like, there's no retirement or 401k plan or... Longevity, long, long term investment plan in place. Yeah, no, you're right. I think people don't think they don't think it's important. They, I think everybody obviously wants to be a business owner, which is totally fine. But I think people have their mind more so set in that instead of the backup plan. Because even though I have a couple of retirement plans and the amount that it has turned into over the past three years, it's like. So you about to be like Gucci first... Man retired thirty. Man, I'm about to be like something. But um, well, I'm about to be thirty one. So, <laughs> but if I would have known better since I got my very first job, even though you know when you get your first job, you won't care nothing about that. But honestly, looking back at how much money I've accumulated in my retirement plans, it's just like I really could lose my job today and be straight for a few years, like for real, for real. Like it's crazy. Oh wow. But and that's not to brag. I'm just no. Saying, like, that's like, good. The, the, yeah. To know that those are options. Do you now, think I, coming from not having money? Shape that thought, you know, or what, where did you get the education think, from? Because they didn't teach you that at school, they did not. At this all. is what I think, honestly, and this is for real. For I think going to college changed all that for me. I just got exposed to so many different things. I had an accountant teacher when I got in college, and he was he spoke my language, so it just made things easy to understand, and it just like built a curiosity. So I would start reading stuff and understanding stuff. But I've I think going to school and meeting people that were established kind of influenced me to care about that. There was an interest when I was still like not living well. But I didn't really know where to go. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't coming to me out at the bus stop waiting on the 83. <laughs> you know what I'm I think that I could have found it. I think it could have come to me eventually. But I didn't really know. It's still like even now at 31, I'm just now. I mean, I've done a lot of great things that people have not done in my age yet. But some stuff I feel like I'm so behind on. Cause I just didn't know. Like you just don't. When, it, when it's not, when you don't never know about it, it don't even hit your mind. Like you know what I'm saying. You don't. You don't think like, oh, let me invest in stock. My first share of stock came from when I was working at Apple because they gave it to me for free. And now I got stocks all over the world, literally. But I didn't even know that was an option. I'm just like, how do you do stock? Oh, it looks confusing. I'm. Did eat. you read about it? Did you I take tried, the time to and educate it just didn't yourself make sense. about it? Yeah, I, I don't understand it. My sister presses me about it. She's like, you need to. You know, invest in some stock because you're going to need but that see, probably. What does day. that mean to somebody who don't know how to invest in stock? You get what I'm saying? So to yeah, me, it's like, Spanish. do I go on E Trade and buy this stock? Oh, Apple stock, $350. Am I about to spend $350? But now that I know that you can get somebody who can, like, I have a financial advisor that will, like, reinvest my funds. And it's just so many things that you can't do on your own until you get that education. And I just think to me, it's just how you receive the information and how accessible it is. Like, I feel like even when you think about legal terms, that stuff is intentionally complicated. So you're not going to ever get it. And it's just like, all right, I'll worry about this some other time. And it just keeps getting pushed out, keeps getting pushed out. Like, even the stuff we learned about taxes is low-key kind of simple, but it's really not. If we would have went and got somebody from a bank to come in here and speak, we probably wouldn't know what they're talking about. So we need yeah. somebody who knows us and who can speak the language that we speak to really break it down. Like, we need examples. That's how I feel. And that's and that's just that on that. Period. But, okay, so do you think there are, what are some um, red flags you think people should look out for when finding a tax professional? Let's say something wrong with them and they just refuse to work with you. What should they look for if they go to somebody else? 
So, as I stated earlier, if you go on irs.gov, there's a directory that you can search that person. Okay, so just you say, can search their PTN. You can what if you just know the Instagram name? <laughs> I would ask for sometimes if you don't feel comfortable and you just had an Instagram name, ask them for their prepare ID number. They're gonna start replying. Look, look them up then. I mean, because a lot of people out here saying they're doing taxes, but they're not doing taxes. They're preparing your taxes mm. as if you could do it. They're not the paid preparer. What's up with these people getting these twenty thousand dollars returns? Can <laughs> she, we talk about that? She asked me about that. The twenty. Yeah, like I follow I've some never, people. I mean, never. girl, they be in my DM. They be like, "Oh, you need to let me do it. I'm good with entrepreneurs. I can get you a good refund." Da da da. And I'm like, "Yeah, you can give me a good refund, but am I gonna have to eventually use that money to bail myself out of jail? Like, what's gonna happen?" Definitely, the twenty k <laughs> refunds. My only thing is, when did you pay the taxes to get the tax money back? Exactly. What's the ma- What's the most somebody can get with tax credits with three kids and no income? Because that'll help me understand how they even. So I had a client, three kids, um, a ten ninety eight T for education credit. So she was a student. What is like a thousand dollars? Yeah, that was an additional thousand. She got low income. Let's, okay. Let's include so under thirty thousand dollars salary. Uh, way under thirty, more like eighteen. Okay. Oh, adjusted, I've been there before. What's her adjusted gross income, and she ended up with a refund of like eight thousand. Oh, all her kids had days. But the thing is, that's not even to me for myself. That ain't even enough money. I mean, that's this is and like I said, it's not to brag, but eight thousand dollars with three kids. And yourself, that's not a lot of money. That's not gonna go a long it's way. It's not, especially when you made twenty, let's say twenty thousand a yeah. year. So at, in total, if we include your income tax, you made twenty eight thousand with three kids. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. that's very hard. I, I think I'd rather take the money or be able to twenty eight thousand for to me more. by myself is not enough. That's money. what I'm right. saying. But to people, when they get that lump sum, it's like oh. We haven't, but Every, in reality, everything you, you didn't get in Christmas, it. you can get in February. Exactly, that's the, that's right. That's crazy, but I, I mean, I would love an eight thousand dollar advance. Don't get me wrong, but I just think, even to myself, if they be like, "Oh, that's how much you get," I'm like, "Man, can I get like fifty thousand? Uh, <laughs> you need that throughout the year, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, I get it throughout the year, but I'd rather just not be taxed at all. But that's just that on that. What's the difference between a federal and a state tax? So federal is more at government level. State is more at Whichever state you live in, level so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like so what do they what do they pay for? I guess because I um I remember wasn't that something last year? It is people... so hard to get state um additions and subtractions. I know that'd be the baby shit. That's why you that's, get it first. That's the hardest. Like federal, you can find more credits as well as deductions, but state, I mean, you really have to be done donated. Oh yeah. <laughs> to Georgia Natural Reserve. Do you get one hundred percent of donations back? No, oh. not a hundred percent. It's that it's taxed at a percentage, and what, it's if you itemize. Okay. What do you so, get a hundred percent tax? Um, deductions. You get yeah. those back. Most of them. Uh, vehicle expense. That's a big one that a lot of people forget. Does that include so, car insurance? I was getting there. That does include car insurance. Yes, so sir. If you, if you finance <laughs> a vehicle and it's your business vehicle, it also include the interest on the vehicle. Mm. So I would just tell my client, hey, bring a statement, your finance statement with that um, institution that you're making payments to, and it'll show your principal as well as your interest amount. You should get a form from them, too. I guess that's what you're talking about. Right, and it'll 
break it down. I pay mine online. So, um, so, yeah, that business vehicle, the interest on there is deductible. Actually, not to be complex, but depreciation. But So, vehicles depreciate in value. Oh, yes. Each year, you can care for it, the depreciating amount. Now, how do you calculate what it depreciation? Because I actually do deal with a lot of finance work, finance paperwork in my job. And we, we pay on the depreciation of our buildings, but for us, that's the lease. So what do you? What's the depreciation for a car? So you can depreciate a car on a three year basis or five year basis, depending okay. on how you want to take your amount. So for example, you could choose to carry it over three years, or you can cho- choose to carry it over on a five year basis. So we'll do something real simple. I hope my math isn't wrong. Let's see here. We had a car that was twenty thousand. And That's the purchase price. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we wanted to depreciate it on a three-year basis, which I think is one hundred and fifty micros. This might that'll might be, be three hundred dollars each year that you would care for. Okay, so after three years, you're getting about nine hundred dollars in depreciation for the car. Mm. Now, how, now, how do you calculate that though? We, I just tell you That's, how much I paid. That for come it? with education okay. on your taxpayer education. I kind of knew the percentage, but I know it's between one twenty-five and one fifty percent that you deduct. Let me ask you this. So, <laughs> I just read, I think yesterday, that I can write off my closing costs for my house. All right, we'll take it offline. Uh, that's that's touchy there, cause. But if you make any improvements to your home, and that improvement include the area that you'd use it for business, of course you can write that off. She I think I that. told you. I that. Do, yeah, I definitely asked her if I could write off the new stove, refrigerator, microwave. No, not the appliances because those appliances aren't used in business. Yes, unless you cook it. Unless you cook it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we did a we did okay. a we did a um, mukbang. Yes. No, 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 Alicia. I'm sorry. You get well, it. can we use the crab leg receipt for that? Because we have. Oh yeah, because you. Well, I read that you can um write off of write off like client lunches and things like those that. Those are meals, business meals. I'm finna say everybody like. You want <laughs> what about some gifts? How do I like? How can us as business owners write off gifts on their taxes? So gifts would go with itemizing. I tell my clients now, if you can't come up with more than twelve thousand things that fall in the donation category, tax preparation fees, union dues, um, maybe a mortgage interest statement, real estate taxes, all of that has to come over twelve thousand dollars. Mm. Then it's best for you to itemize. If not, it's just best for you to take the standard deduction. Remember, Trump changed that. The standard deduction Who used to Trump? be so. Your president. No, I don't have a president. Your president. Okay, that's weird. Okay, go ahead though. Yeah, and he and he's gonna carry out his term. <laughs> okay, thanks. All right. right, go ahead. Okay. But yeah, yeah, so it has to be over twelve thousand. And I mean, that's now what does that mean? That means with. that all the stuff that I spent needs to be twelve thousand dollars, or else I won't have to itemize it. So I need to find a way to make, spend twenty so, dollars. So off the list I just gave, mm-hmm. off the top, if you got a mortgage interest statement, more than likely you paid at least sixteen hundred dollars in mortgage. But you have to at least come up with over twelve thousand for it to be beneficial for you to use the itemized deductions. Got it. Otherwise, it's best for you to just take a standard deduction. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. So itemized deduction is what is is the good thing. But if you ain't got that much to be doing, you just need to take the standard. Here, take a little five dollars and go type thing. Right. Mm. Got it. Okay. Just take the one that they put in place. If you can't come up with twelve thousand worth of expenses, I mean property real property taxes, real estate taxes, mortgage interest, um, union dues, tax preparation fees. HOA. No. Oh, sorry. I hate you be following rules, bro. 
I don't. Let me tell you something. I just want to be honest. Yeah, I would rather that because I, I like I said, um, I think that the focus for everybody is just getting money back, like yeah. a lot of money back. But realistically, I think that um, what I've grown to learn is that all that stuff come to bite you in the ass if you didn't do it the correct way. And even if, um, I think that one of my fears is me filing taxes and I get audited and then I, I can't really prove the stuff that you know that's on there um because i i have filed taxes before and say yeah <laughs> no pronouns listen to no. me the audit process the- is like a nightmare if you ask me i mean because it's putting me in the bad space as well as you yeah i'm having to ask you to come up with this information yes. prove this information i i had a client that went through the process and they was like hey Brittany, i don't have it yeah, a lot of that stuff was verbal. Do they go to jail? Do they get a fine? Like what? No, happened? they never receive that refund at all. Mm-mm. And then the next year, when you file, you're being looked at again. A lot of people think, "Hey, that refund just held up," but you're not getting anything following that refund. So the penalty for not being able to prove your tax information is not getting nothing. You know, they they withheld your refund. Wow. So what? Well, I have a question. What about people who get their wages garnished? Are they able to file taxes? You still have wages on that W two, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're I mean, still able to file. You just, I mean, your wage got garnished. That, you think the that wa- the not- garnishment is typically after your earnest. Mm. So like, if your net earnest was fifteen hundred, then your garnishment kick in, which is three hundred. So you still have twelve hundred, but you're still gonna pay wages for the the net amount. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you were garnished. Okay. What is the penalty for not filing taxes at all? I know some people who. I've been trying to send to you for a while, and they haven't filed in like three years, and they because they just haven't gotten around to it. So if it's within three years, the penalty is based on the income. Is if you filed the extension, then you wouldn't pay. Definitely didn't file this. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be based on how much that person made, and it'll be calculated. Out, let's say if they were getting a refund, they'll deduct how much the expense is for late filing. Mm. It's typically started at one twenty five. So, but you can't go to jail. Let's say I went fifty years. If it was more than three years, three years is what they allow for you to catch up on, or prior years return that you can go back and file. After three years, uh, I kind of don't want to even accept the risk. Yeah, I don't blame you. Okay, um, before we wrap up, what is the difference? What can somebody expect to? I mean, I know we kind of went over this already, but. Like, what, why would somebody go to, like, with technology being the way it is, why would somebody come to someone like you versus just going to hnrblock.com? If they just, you know, um, if they got, like, should you, like, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no you I'm go st- ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just tell people it depends on what you're looking for in your tax professionals. If you're looking to get the biggest refund, I may not be the best fit for you. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no, but if you're looking to, deduct your business expenses i'm knowledgeable yeah i'm i'm able to help you with your bottom line uh, of course my motto is helping you balance your income for a better outcome Period. so as long as the outcome is income i'm a tax return <laughs> but no okay no, i feel you i like i said i feel like when i was just writing off my little part-time jobs it was like okay what i'm getting you know what i'm saying but once I, that two-state thing came in and now that i'm a business owner it, I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't even think I'm ever find out. So I'm just going to come on over to you. You got it. You got it. Thank you. Now, um, you got any questions, Draco? Um, no. I think that at this point, um, I kind of got an idea kind of still. 
Um, I think that I just personally need to do the process the correct way so that I can fully understand because I think that I just been tainted with so many different scenarios and uh, people that haven't been doing it the right way and then me watching people on Instagram and they doing all these, you know, they get so I, First I of need all, to... <laughs> I w- this this is just in my opinion. I wouldn't do people on Instagram that publicly broadcast your refund. Yeah, I think that's a level of confidentiality that you're exposing your client to. That's why I kind of didn't want to touch on basis as far as my client and the refund that they got. It's fun, I, but to watch, I never though. post that information on Instagram. It's fun to watch because you just be wanting to count down the months of when they're gonna it's, get locked up. It's marketing guru, you ask me. <laughs> it ain't even guru if you ask me. It's mar- it's marketing doodle. <laughs> If people want to reach out to you for your financial services, what should they do? Okay, so since I'm coming out and accepting new clients, <laughs> you can follow my new Instagram, not my not my professional yeah, or yeah. personal Instagram, <laughs> but you can follow me at WFALLC. You can also contact my business phone, not my personal phone, mm-hmm. at 404 it's WFA underscore LLC. I know you're oh. new to social media, but... Oh, thank it. you. Thank you. I am. I am new to social media. I don't believe in marketing through social media anyway, but... That's hey. the way. It works. Let me tell you something. We trying have... it. I'm trying it out. Yeah, you should. Because I've marketed through social media, and I've always used social media as a tool for the most part, and I've racked in some five-figure jobs. I'm going to have to look into coming to you and get some help. I need help all around. I need financial advice. And I'm advisor. open for questions. I mean, you could text me. Don't call me after 10. I ain't, talk, I ain't okay. never talked to her on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> we she, only, we she only email do. So you do everything virtual? Pretty much virtual is my preference, okay. say. But if a client needs to meet with me, I have a location that you can meet yeah, with. Yeah, I got a stack of W-2s at home. I don't got And no. we'll sort it out. I um, also give you my little general list. Of expenses because I know you're a freelance or self-employed, yeah. and you can kind of sort. Because you are Shay, employed, I did do it for you. You probably did. I remember. It's okay. I'm I did playing. it for Alicia. Okay. okay. Your blog. Okay. I did thanks. it for OD podcast. I remember. Thanks. <laughs> I definitely sent her a general list of things that she should be looking at in her expense portfolio for her to sort mm-hmm. out. So I do the same for you. Like, I know you know your brushes and little common things like makeup. But, again, if you travel or commute to that client, you should definitely begin your business miles. Um, I will also say meals if you went and sat with them and said, oh, hey, I want to set up these, these, these dates, that business meal should definitely be deductible because you are setting up plans for you to go do makeup at a future date. Um, I also say for you, maybe the computer, if you were doing marketing, I hear you big on the marketing online, that should be definitely deductible for you. Yeah, credit make, card expense, if you use the credit website. card because you may not have the funding to use cash to purchase your supplies, the interest on the credit card will be deductible. Mm. So it's a bunch of things we would go over if you needed assistance. Okay. We'll, we'll be in touch because I'm bringing is the truth. I would not bring no scammer on here. <laughs> I don't send the girl my personal information, and she somehow I ain't with the jail yet. Oh <laughs> no, my god, not four houses. Well, okay, <laughs> three, but anyway. Well, thank you, Brittany, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I really it. appreciate it. Yes, you helped me a lot. Thank you. I hope she was able to help all y'all who've been asking me who my tax person is. You heard a voice, she knows what she's talking about. 
So holla at your girl. Holla at your curl. Holla at your world. Holla at your girl. Hey. That, did I get it right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye, y'all.